All right. Welcome, everyone. This is the Joey Harris Show for March the 28th, 2021. Greetings and salutations to you. I am Joey Harris, your host. And joining me today is the man who, when everything opens back up, will be first in line at the movie theater with his bucket of popcorn. Big TJ, how are you, sir? My man, Joey, why are you lying to these people, guy? Why are what? you lying to what? these you, you're speaking, You're speaking untruths on me, sir. Look, do you know that I have, I've mourned movie theaters, bro. I've mourned it. I will never go to sit in another theater ever again. I've gone to the movie theater to get popcorn since COVID happened. And then I took that popcorn home and I watched WandaVision. <laughs> well, I, I didn't say I didn't say you were gonna I didn't say you were gonna stay to watch the movie. I said you were there with your bucket. Hey, well, and you know, you know that bucket is on time, man. There's something about that movie theater popcorn, but I hate it, bro. I won't I won't sit in another theater and it sucks, man. It sucks. That's the one R.I.P. movie theaters for Tokyo, man. That's it. I don't know, man. I think I got to do it. I, I really want to do it this upcoming Friday for Godzilla versus Kong because we got the theater oh. that's opening back up and reserve seating. You only have like 20 people in there and it sits like 200. Uh, and I really want to do it. I don't think I will, but I really want to. They moved... Last thing I heard, and I've not heard anything about this since Friday, but it may have just been, oh, well, let's move on to another another news item. I've heard that they've moved Black Widow again to July. They moved from May uh, to July. From May to July. They moved their July movie to September, but they're keeping the Eternals and Spider-Man um on the same on the same schedule which is november and december respectively um but like i was i'm saying to to other people um and we talked about last time it's not show friends it's show business show business because they're yeah. also whenever it comes out they did say that they're going to go the route releasing Black Widow on uh, Disney Plus, same day that you can get it with a, a premiere buy. So you'd have to, if you have Disney Plus, you've got to pay more to get Black Widow same day released in theaters. Now, I may do that, but if I do that, then I own Black Widow. That's why I put it like, I, this is not just me watching it once. I can watch it as many times as I want to. But you can. You can watch it as many times as you want to for, like, what, two days? Something like, like that, yeah. Yeah, like, I mean, okay. First off, Marvel, slap yourself. You all should have did this last year, okay? The slate did not have to be this far behind. Uh, Black Widow should have been released last year exactly the way that we're talking about right now. And I, lo I know y'all love the, the chimes in the background. I sound real majestic. That's how you know that I'm true. So, I honestly, I figured, what, you're pushing it back now because of the success of WandaVision? Like, people are satisfied a little bit because they get their marble fix, but it's not the same, you know? It's not a motion picture. I've been waiting for Black Widow for a while. Oh, yeah, over a year. I think that they're they're looking at things like Godzilla versus Kong, and they're going to say, oh, well, let, we'll see how they do it. You know, Wonder Woman 84 had a few, you know, it was a... a pretty good success and all of that i think they're trying to get as much money as they can out of it so he's like we've waited a year let's push it back two more months maybe things will be open more and we can get that more of that money um but and it makes sense with everything going on with regards to the vaccinations and everything like that it's like you know regardless of whether you support it or not a lot more people are getting vaccinated so you feel like the chance for them to be more open in July. I get it because you said it's not show friends, it's show business. So you cats that get vaccinated, y'all can actually go see it in theaters. Everybody else like me, I'll be, I'll be, I'm, I'm watching it at the house. I'm not going to theaters anymore. And, I'm, and everybody has to make their own decision. 
and I'm and I'm fine with that. I, I've reached that point. Uh, do what you do. Just you know, I'm gonna do what I do as well. But I also do a wrestling podcast, as you know, and NBC paid one billion dollars to have the U.S. exclusive rights to the WWE Network on Peacock. They are moving everything over now. It should be fully integrated by August, the end of August. Some things that they have moved have been edited for content, and people are all up in an uproar about it. But it's show business. It's not show friends. You pay me a billion dollars, I'll let you do whatever you want to to my content. Now, don't destroy it forever. That's the only thing you can't do. But people are all upset. Well, I can't believe that they did this. You pay a billion dollars, they let you do whatever you want to with it. Now, if it was me, that here's the problem. If you've got Peacock, they don't have content controls on there. They don't have kid profiles. They don't have all of that. If they had profiles, throw up a warning at the beginning or nobody under 18 without a parent's permission. That's what I would do. But I can't really, so far there's been two things edited and both, both of them are, um, I'm okay with both of them <laughs> being edited off. So I I can imagine the uproar um, amongst wrestling fans, man, because as a former, you know, fan myself in the early 2000s when Stone Cold and The Rock were doing their thing, you know, I love the puppy, you know, <laughs> you know, and, and any, any fan of wrestling during that time knows exactly what I'm talking about. So, uh, you know, knowing that NBC is going to make it, office friendly you know the off they're going to be racy but they're never going to go too far so that's you know that that's what you get to expect from the peacock i'm with it and i'll tell you the two things i i have no problem with that uh one of them 2005 vince mcmahon trying to be hip and he said the n-word to john cena followed by booker t saying tell me he did not just say that uh, they took that section out. Um, and WrestleMania 6, the Roddy Piper versus B Bad News Brown match, because Roddy had painted half of his body black. They took that out. Those, those are the two things so far. But everybody's like, they're going to take all the Attitude stuff out. They're going to remove Benoit matches. And I'm like, well, they haven't removed. Like, there's some Benoit stuff up there now. If they have not removed that, then they're going to they're gonna keep that. Um, Ooh, I forgot about Chris Benoit. Uh, I wish I could have forgotten. I, was, I watched a Benoit match for the first time in 14 years the other day. I just, I knew, like, I remember when it happened. Yeah. I just, I haven't thought about it. Like, man, that's tough. That was tough. I took a long break from wrestling after that. Like I knew kind of everything that was happening by following online, but did not watch for a long time after that. And it's still un uncomfortable for me now. One thing I'll say, because you, you had said something um, when I had muted my mic for a second, when you were talking about the, the editing, talking about Rowdy Roddy Piper, because he had painted half of his body black. And I'm sitting there like, in that particular situation, I totally understand it. Remove it. Right? But there's one show that had this recently been edited for a very similar reason. And I'm talking about community. They took an episode off the Dungeons and Dragons episode because um, Kim Jong played Chang on the show, um, was completely black because he was he was he was in cosplay. And people were saying that he was doing blackface, which in my opinion, and I've seen some blackface, that wasn't blackface. He wasn't trying to be a black person. He was trying to be a elf and that existed on the show. So I'm like, and that, and I hate it because now, like, I don't own the community uh, DVDs. So 
as th- that was one of my favorite episodes. I can't watch it anymore. And he was only in it for like the first eight minutes, and then he's gone. You know, they... but <laughs> and uh, even yeah. then, with the writing, Shirley addresses it. You know, she addresses it with the line, but you, it, it's 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 also he's not in blackface. He was an elf. So yeah, they took All that. Right, at, well, they took that off. They edited a show where either took it off where something similar happens on Thirty Rock. They did something similar with something happened like that to Scrubs, and they took out the scene with Moe's on that Christmas episode of The Office, where where Dwight ha- um, has Moe's come in. Was it Moe's or was it his uh the the guy who he had working for him for a spell? I thought it was Moe's because he's like canceled the you know it's the Krampus. Yeah, it wasn't it, it wasn't Moe's because Moe's doesn't drive and old buddy had just gotten out of his car to walk to the office. It wasn't Moe's. I can't I'm drawing I'm drawing a blank see. because they took it off Netflix so I haven't been able to watch the office in yeah. a while. And I even saw a promotion for Peacock and I thought for a second, do I wanna get Peacock just so I can watch the office? Because I had Netflix for years and I hadn't watched Netflix um of uh, the office in a while. Now it's gone and it's like, ooh, now I wanna watch it. Yeah. But the All guy right. Said he couldn't hear too well um, when he was interviewing for um, the job that Little Dwight was interviewing for. Um, Jesus, why am I not being Nate. 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 Yes. Nate. Yeah. Yep. I thought it was Moses. Nate. You're right. It's been a while. Yeah, they took that scene out. They did not. So I'm like, I get it. They've got a policy there. Um, that, consistent. They're being consistent. It it is. It's con- it's consistency. I am more of the the type of person like, and and I did that episode with Roddy Piper as a as an episode of my podcast like three weeks ago. It hadn't been that long ago. And I mentioned then, because that's before they switched over to Peacock or started switching things over to Peacock. I'm like, oh, man, this is not <laughs> this is not good. And I'm a Roddy Piper fan, but it wasn't good now and it wasn't good then. It's just I can't defend him or his actions there. I said that, but I'm, I'm against things. I, I'm for, like, putting the content up there and having a warning label. Like, you cannot like it, but. I am against because I I look at that like there could be other things that they take off that in context, like the Chang thing, it is addressed directly on the episode. Like oh, we just ignoring this, isn't that what she says, <laughs> or something? Something. We just go to, like, go to the crowd right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, <sighs> but I I want to switch gears here and because I've got something that I noticed the other day I a month or so ago almost two months ago now I my truck slid on the ice and bumped into another car our friend's car her and Ashlyn my wife were riding in front of me. We were on a hill, and I just could not stop because of the ice. Scrapes to both vehicles. And our friend got her vehicle fixed. Well, it, it led me to thinking, ooh, that happened while I was working at the place we used to work together. We're coming back from a, um, a dinner somewhere. I was riding with a friend. And was getting out, opening the car door to his car when another car came by. And because I opened it, it scraped her car. Big scrape down the side. Uh, The door I opened was fine. He's like, no, it's fine. And so I'm like, ooh. I'm like, go get a estimate. See how much it would cost. And I'll come down. I'll pay for it myself. I like put a uh i up the limit on my credit card and all that and 
She just kept putting it off, kept putting it off, never did it. I couldn't remember this girl's name. Like, we were never close. And I'm like, I, I have a friend. I know they're close. So I look it up, and the friend had just unfriended me. And I'm like, you know, can't force somebody to stay friends with me. But that one, that would that would hit hard because it's not like we were close, but it's like, have you ever seen Justified? No, but I've heard it was a really good one. It, it is, and the the main character and like the antagonist, they dug cold together, and I felt like that with this person. Like, no, like we're not best friends, but I thought we were close. And we did the equivalent in our profession that we both did of digging coal together. We were right there in the trenches, side by side. Hot lava. And, and I'm, yeah, hot lava. <laughs> digging that coal. And, and it's supposed to be like once you've had that shared experience, that bonds you. And I'm like, ooh, that hit me hard, man. Like, and it, and it bothered me that it bothered me. You know, yeah. I feel it. I feel it for. Mm. It's 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 crazy how you know we've gotten to where we are because you know you if you can acknowledge it's not somebody that you talk to you mm-hmm. know all that often, but once you go and you see that you know they've made a choice. And you weren't privy to that choice. You weren't part of that at all. You know, they just made a choice that, you know, they don't care whether they hear about you ever again because y'all had a connection. They broke the connection and didn't feel the need to say anything. So that's a, it's a tough thing um, to realize. And then you want to say, you know, because if I'm giving advice to one of my kids, I'm saying, look, somebody doesn't want to be a part of your life. Don't try and hold on to them because you're only going to hurt yourself. Right. I can say that, but still being in that situation, it's still, it's tough. Um, So I get it, man. I feel it. Because I had another situation where there was somebody here where I'm working now. They left and they added a bunch of people on Facebook as they were leaving. It was a, just a whole situation as they were leaving. It was not right the way that they were let go, but they were let go. Added a whole bunch of people. Like about six months later, I go to look up something that they had written and they had dropped everybody who still worked here. I'm like, I get that. They want to maintain that. And they would probably pick you up after you left here. But they get, everybody who had since left after they left, they are still friends with. But if you have any connection here, and I'm like, I get that. They probably did that more for our benefit than their benefit. I go and look at this other person who I was just talking about, and I'm like, I'm one of the very few that they dropped. And I'm like, okay, I, I, I can't, you're right. I can't hold on. And again, it bothered me that it bothered me, but. And, and it was, and it was because of the the whole like we dug coal together mentality. Like, uh, let me ask you this question, and it's not any type of a dig on any age group. But is this person younger than you or older than you? Younger than me, but within the same age, like just a couple of years younger than me. I I don't know, you know, what it is. Now, for for the kids that were raised in this era, this this social media era, like this is all that they know. I can understand them, you know. But for the people in our age range, have a hard time truly being able to understand how they can be so callous because we came up in a time where you made friends, like you actually had to put forth the effort. Now, if you didn't like it, if you were you know, done wrong and the the whole old school way of making friends and existing wasn't necessarily too keen for you, then yeah, I can get you wanting to adopt this cold ghosting lifestyle because you didn't like the first one. Your first act sucked. So you're like, I want to change it in the second one. But for a person like myself, like 
I have a hard time ghosting. I have a hard time ghosting. And Joey, you know, you and I had a situation where it was it was it was it was tough. But I tell you what though, we are on the phone right now. You know, you and I record together often. We were right. able to be mature about it. We had a conversation and and we're gooch. It was a misunderstanding. Mm-hmm. Right. A misunderstanding. And I'm not I'm not going to put my business or this person's business out there. I do want to let you know, so I wrote it down. You see? Uh, I, I, I already, bro. I, you I, knew? Bro, you knew? When you, when you said it, and you had given the the, the, the the little preamble to take, you know, to talk about the co-worker, I was like, okay. And then you were like, the, the place where we both worked, and I was like, okay. And then, by process of elimination, I just started to check people off. I was like, well, I know he ain't talking about me. And I was like, I know he ain't talking about South Carolina chicken. I was like, and I know he's not talking about he who shall not be named. I was like, so it's only two other people. And I was like, and they're together. So (laughs) I believe the other one still has me, but like probably will drop me soon. And I don't, eh. bro. Don't haven't thought about it. The only time that, I, that the thought pops in my head is when you and I have conversations about the good old days. That's the only time I think about those folks, man. They live in their best life, or at least I hope they are. I hope yeah, they're living. Yeah, their best I mean, life. Like, seemed seemed to be on on the last that I saw. But I'm like, oh, that's when 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 I got invited to their major event, and then I didn't go. That's when I got cut off. But I mean, y'all don't y'all don't get the social anxiety. I am I get anxious in around crowds. People don't understand. TJ is so outgoing and so friendly. TJ does his job. Okay? TJ does not choose to be in situations where he's amongst a lot of people if he doesn't have to. I don't do it. But people don't understand that, man. And they take offense to it. They, they get they get they get sensitive. You and I were supposed to be seated at the same table. There, have I ever told you this story? <laughs> and um, somebody you introduced me to, I was seeing that person for a little while, and she had a major. I think I told you what happened too. She had a major crisis come up that day and couldn't go. I'm like, you know what? I'm ready. I can still go. So it was me and all of this person's aunts and uncles. And they're like, so tell us your story. And I'm like, all right. And I unloaded on it. And they're like, and then somebody else like, who is this young man? And they're like, I think he said his name was Jimmy. (laughs) (laughs) And by the end of the night, even I felt sorry for Jimmy. affect my life in a, a really positive way uh, because when they came in to, for like the announcing and all that they were played in uh, to the Darth Vader march by 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 like a, a band or a stringed instrument group they played them in and all, I'm like that's pretty cool and so I went back and I told another friend of ours and she said if you're ever if you ever get married again what would you come into? And I said, fat bottom girls by queen. And I certainly came into fat bottom girls by queen. That's what's up. Uh, <laughs> fat bottom girls make the world go round. Uh, four years later. Yep. Fat bottom girls. That's what's up. I respect that, man. Mad what's respect up? for that. Yeah. Um, so there have been a lot of entertainment released since we last talked. WandaVision had their last episode, took a week off, and now we've had the first two episodes of The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And I know you have thoughts. <laughs> what what are your thoughts? Hey, so yeah, um thank you for 
connecting with me this morning so that we can nerd out for a second, bro, because I don't have anybody to nerd out with now. So um, not not being on socials, I can't put my opinion out there randomly and get people to either co-sign or, or, or disagree with. But um, first off, I like the way that, you know, WandaVision titled their episodes because once they got to the finale, it actually was titled the series finale, you know. Let's not get it twisted, people. We don't have plans to do another season, but hey, it's show business, so if the money's right, we'll do it. Um, but WandaVision was all for the setup of Doctor Strange. Um, I absolutely loved that finale. I loved that whole series. I thought they did a phenomenal job um, with showing something different. And this being the first show that Marvel really did. You know, there's been other Marvel shows. We all know about Netflix and, you know, Hulu had... Uh, the runaways and stuff like that. We know about that stuff. This is the first one that the they really put the nuts into. You know what I'm saying? Um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. characters often complain that they felt like the Marvel, the MCU didn't care about the series. So this is the first one that Marvel really went into, and it was different. You know, it's not what you expected, because you if you, if you saw Endgame and then you saw Spider-Man, um, you're like, okay, you know, you have an expectation. You know, there's an expectation for shows. WandaVision was completely different. That finale was great. And if you paid attention to the, the end uh, credit scene like I did, you see, you know, Wanda drinking tea. She's walking around in the house all the while she's in the room studying that book. And if you remember, that's the exact same thing that Doc Strange was doing. Um, when he was sleeping while also studying at the same time. So it's like their, their worlds are starting to parallel more and more. So I think it's going to create for a great movie. I will be the first person to say, and I don't want to talk too much because I don't want your people to get too sleepy listening to my voice. Um, I, I want to, I apologize to Marvel when I found out they were doing shows and I found out that Falcon and uh, the winter soldier was going to be a show. I talked cash. <laughs> I said, I am not going to watch it. I said, if, if, if I have to watch the shows in order to keep up with what's going on in the movies, then I'll stop watching the movies. I actually said this on a show like it's there. And here's what it is, people. I'm going to accept it. I was wrong. I was 100% wrong. WandaVision pulled me in in such a way to where I was. That, for, that, for that finale, I stayed up. Until it premiered, like at what two, three a.m. that that, that like Friday, that, yeah. um, I stayed up to watch it, um, and I'd actually because that finale was the same day of Coming to America's release, so I actually watched both of them after midnight. Um, but it made me want to watch Falcon and the Winter Soldier just because I saw how much detail they put into WandaVision. I still didn't necessarily care for Sam and Bucky as a team. But I wanted to watch it because of how much care they put into WandaVision because I knew they would do a good job. And in the first two episodes, the first one was a little bit drier. They're trying to set a foundation. But with the second episode, they're trying to get some steam. I'm curious to see what they do. You know, spoilers, they're bringing in Zemo. So I'm kind of excited to see, you know, what Zemo is going to be about in uh, the next episode. I was so pumped that not only... Were they mentioning people? Like, the last time I told you about Isaiah Bradley. And Homeboy's in episode two. And I'm like, oh, they are going there. And and I'm like, because this was like my wheelhouse. Like, I used to get comic books. We talked about this last time. When everybody else was getting out of comic books, that's when I was getting into it. And they sold me all their old the first Captain America I read is John Walker's first issue as Captain America. And I told you he was being trained by Taskmaster and all of all of that. Uh, John Walker, at least in the comic books, is not a super soldier. He's just a well-trained guy, and he has all of these doubts, but... He was a, because you were not supposed to like him. I've seen a lot of people like, that's not my Captain America. I do not like him. He's the Wish Captain America when you order something on Wish versus when you get it and all that. He, you're not supposed to like him. He has all of these doubts. But 
at the time, people were like, oh, you all can just skip over this. I'll wait until Steve Rogers comes back. Then John Walker gets a couple of uh, issues behind him, and all of a sudden people are like, you can keep Steve Rogers away. This is my Captain America. Because they were always like, Steve Rogers is the goody two-shoes. He's always just using the shield versus John Walker's like, if I have to shoot them, I'll shoot them. I'll save myself some time. He pulled that pistol. He pulled that pistol. Yeah. He pulled that pistol. And when it happened, I'm like, that. Because, I mean, look, in the first Captain America, if you, I mean, go back and watch it again. He was firing guns. You know, in that first one, but since then, the maturation of his character, he's doing everything else except firing a pistol. He's got shields that look like, you know, I guess talons from his arms that he's punching with. I mean, and then obviously he was heavy on the shield, but you never really see him shoot a lot after that first film. John Walker went straight to it. (laughs) He went straight to the heat. And they bring and they bring Lamar on that first uh, issue as well, and he's like, um, "Yeah, they want us to be a team just like Captain America was at the beginning when he first got the thing." And he's like, "Cool, what's my name?" He's like, uh, "Your code name is Bucky." He's like, "That doesn't work for me, bro. <laughs> Might have to rethink that one." And he becomes Battlestar. That's what it is. He's like, he's like, I can't. I, I can't go by the name Bucky just because of the negative connotations. And he's like, uh, totally get it. Totally get it. And all of that. Um, but you see, I like the way that they set it up at the beginning. You see his self doubts before he goes, he goes out there and, but in front of everybody else, he's like, Oh yeah, I've got this. I uh, release, release Bucky from jail. We need him doc and all of, all of that. Um, at the same time, you, you see you see Sam struggling. And he's like, why didn't you tell me about this? He goes, I didn't tell Steve about Isaiah. He, you know. And, and we see that, you see that in the comic. Like, Steve has a big problem that um, Isaiah struggled because he's like, you should not have let anybody else uh, do this but i had it backwards i misremembered it last time they administered tests on all these guys trying to perfect the super soldier serum so he was kind of like the precursor and in the uh, in the comics it's only 17 years he said he was in prison for 30 years do you know what he was in prison for After they use him to do all the stuff, like he's in all that, when they have no use for him anymore, they arrest him for stealing Captain America's outfit that they gave him to use. That's what makes Steve so upset. That's one of the things that makes Steve so upset. See, I did not, I didn't expect what I got. <clears throat> with regards to the triggering side of uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, which is, I mean, that's the race issue is full. It's fully, it's fully there. You know, it's fully there. You know, kudos to Marvel and Disney for, you know, addressing it. You know, and I hope they show some, you know, some possibility for change because what they're doing is showing, which is what is that, what, what has been a problem is that, you you have a black hero and he's still, you know, just a black guy, you know, and that sucks because Isaiah, based on what you're telling me, like, you know, they, they the way they say it in the show, I do all this and when I come back, they lock me up. I didn't know why he got locked up. You just enlightened me on that. That's really effed up. But then to see Sam, you know, and all that he's done throughout these movies to come back and not be able to get alone because they say, well, what have you been doing for the last five years? And I'm like, bro, I've been blipped for the last five years, but I'm Sam Wilson. You know, I mean, like he shouldn't have to jump through hurdles. He should have, he should have the money. He should just have the money. Like, bro, do you not understand the world wouldn't exist if he wasn't a part of the, like, he should just have the money. You know, there should be some type of hazard pay set up to where he shouldn't even have to go and ask for the loan, but he does. 
And then whenever they go and they see Isaiah and they leave and then the police interaction there where they're looking at Sam as the threat, they continue to ask Bucky if he's okay. And then turns out Bucky was the one that had the warrant. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, it's like stuff like that. It happens. Seeing it on screen, it's in in a Marvel film, is is cool only because sometimes when you watch Marvel movies, you feel like the only villains are of the big three: aliens, androids, or, or wizards. You know what I mean? Like that's <laughs> no that's, such thing. No, no such thing as wizards. <laughs> <laughs> right. A sorcerer is just a wizard without a hat. <laughs> so now what they're showing is that there are more evils than just stuff that come from space. Um, so I, I appreciate them for addressing that. I'm glad that I watched it, man, for sure. And also, if you pick it up, they talk about all of these things in place to help the people who've been affected by the blip. Right. Not in place for Sam. The guy who literally was on the front lines who saved all of us. I include myself in that. I got my Marvel shirt on right now. You see Marvel? Yeah. 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 Yeah, But I'm like, he and and I get the parallels between veterans who come back, especially veterans of color or different races, religions, different religions. Like, I don't know if you've seen it. You can look it up afterwards. This man, I think it was Ohio, the city council. Have you seen that? After all of the um, the the shooting of the, the in the Asian massage parlor, he's like, there's been a lot of anti-Asian sentiment the last year plus. Like I'm not patri- like I'm not patriotic. Like I don't love my country, and I, I haven't. He goes, I went to war for my country. Let me show you how much I love my country. And he unbuttons his thing. He goes, look at my scars. These are from war. Don't tell me I don't love my country. And I'm like, man, that's powerful. And I'm I'm seeing the the parallels there because you also see when they like I'm sorry, Mr. Barnes, we have a warrant out for your arrest. You see Sam like, no, he was pardoned by the president for that. And he goes, no, he missed a mandated therapy session. It's just like a parole officer thing. And they do. They, they, will, they will issue a warrant out for your arrest. The, the way that the parallel to all because you're right. And living where we've lived, you see a lot of veterans on the street struggling. Mm-hmm. So that there that the sense is that they're going and defending, you know, the people, and then they come back and they're not taken care of. That is the the the, the headline that goes over it. But specifically with Sam, and I take it to a a a mindset of sport. We often look at these sports, these athletes as heroes. You know, they're, they, they aren't fighting crime, but there's someone that you can look up to as a role model. Mm-hmm. So you have a person like a Jim Brown or a Muhammad Ali that goes out of the country to, in the Olympics and wins a gold medal for the United States and mm-hmm. then comes home. And they, I, I saw an interview where he talked about how he couldn't go and get a hot dog. You know, the place that he wanted to go and get a hot dog had a sign on it that said that he wasn't welcome. Now, he's been cheered for by the country, but then when he comes home, he's facing discrimination. And that's what I feel like we saw with Sam and that not only is he a veteran, but he's a like a real life superhero in the same sense that Muhammad Ali was a hero doing ridiculous things that everybody in the United States marveled over. You know, they loved Muhammad Ali, but yet they only loved him to fill a role because Mm -hmm. whenever he came home, he still had to face those injustices. And I think that was evident in that episode, man. Powerful writing, man. Like I say, WandaVision sucked me in. 
and 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 Falcon and the Winter Soldier, they're they're tackling some stuff which only gets me more wet for Loki. I'm ready, bro. Like I am so ready. But could you imagine if everything had not shut down, we would have gotten WandaVision and it would have rolled right into Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Like that's supposed to be the next movie coming up if they won the original release schedule. I'm like, oh man, that would have been that would have been something. But I think that the witness that Jimmy is looking for plays a big role coming up in something else. And they're like, we've got to release it now. They could not have held WandaVision off until God. until next year. I think that's what happens. Because they do say that, that they're not done with the witness that he's looking for. And I'm like, y'all need to have Jimmy and everything. Just always looking for somebody. Always interacting with, with somebody. Jimmy Woo is, is, is a trip. He, he really, really is. Um, I tried to watch, I think I've watched WandaVision from uh, let's say I've watched each episode at least four times. Wow. Except for the last one. The finale, I've only watched it once. Um, but the other episodes, because, I mean, you know, I didn't have a whole lot of other stuff going on. I'd watch them once or twice, you know. And so all together, yeah, four times each. Looking for, you know, Easter eggs and stuff like that, like really trying to dissect it. Um, I think with Doctor Strange, because of, because we're talking about multiverses, because we're talking about um, the quantum realm and being able to travel through the quantum realm to go to any other timeline at any other point in time, there's so much stuff that they can do, so many different characters that they can introduce. You know, I mean, if you paid Hugh Jackman enough money, Doctor Strange and Wanda could appear could could appear in a timeline where Hugh Jackman is Wolverine, and then they can pop into another timeline where whatever Marvel version of Wolverine, whoever they have to play him, he can be Wolverine in that timeline. But you could still have Hugh Jackman, and it would totally make sense because it's multiple timelines. We we talked about this. I don't know if you remember this. This was my idea, like. Three years ago, whenever it right before Infinity War came out, or or I said no, not when it came out. It was when they had announced that the final Avengers movie was going to be split in two. That was going to be two movies. What I thought was is that Thanos gets all of the stones together, and he was going to do a version of the snap, but instead of eliminating half the people, it was going to emerge all of the multiverses together as one, and everything was going to be leveled. And Iron Man was going to be there, and he, you know he's got the armor. He recovers, and he's like, "Where is everybody? Can anybody hear me? Cap, are you there? Are you there?" And he looks around, and through the rubble, a hand comes up, and then claws come up from the hand, and it's like to be continued. I thought that's what was going to happen. That would have been perfect. That would have been sick. That would have been so. Which is why I'm going back now, and I'm I'm watching all of the other stuff. I'm in the middle of the um, Fox X Men universe, and also watching all of the Netflix Marvel stuff because I'm thinking it's going to happen. They may not get everybody because I think Hugh Jackman's like, no, I'm done. You can get another. You can bring on because they're 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 doing what they call the mutants. Have you seen this? This is their mutant project. But I think it's going to start to converge. And I think that the um, the Quicksilver, even though it turned out not to be him, I think that's a nod to where they're going. And I'm like, I got to be caught up because I had not seen all of them. I stopped at a certain point. And now I've seen through X-Men First Class. I started at X-Men and I've, I'm going in, in release order. So I have the Wolverine next and then Days of Future Past. Then I'm going to move on to all the Spider-Man movies. I'm trying to get all this done by December because there's a uh, rumor that the Doctor Strange stuff figures heavily into Spider-Man setting up Doctor Strange for next year and that uh, Charlie Cox from Daredevil is going to be in the Spider-Man movie. So Charlie Cox from Daredevil. Jamie Foxx has been rumored to be a part of this Spider-Man movie as well. So if they're bringing... His villain back, Electro, they're bringing his villain. 
as well as Doc Ock from uh, Tobey Maguire's mm-hmm. uh, version. Yeah, man, that yeah. I mean, why would you lie and say Andrew Garfield is not in it if you're using the villain from his movie? They're saying neither one of them are on here. I'm like, nobody believes you. And and if we watch it and they turn out not to be in it, I'm like, you all m- wasted a major opportunity to bring the the, the multiverse in, into this, the full thing. I'm not saying they all got to be swinging the whole time for two hours, just going from, let's all fight it. Give me a cameo. Like, Toby Maguire pops in, he punches Doc Ock, and he pops right back out. I'm fine with that. Uh, Spider-Man Into the Multiverse, the, the animated movie that they just dropped about Morales, is like, they they poke fun at all the different Spider-Man movies that they've had. I mean, they showed the kiss, the whole thing. I mean, like, it was, there's no reason why they can't do it. And if they do the promotion right, they can make this the biggest Spider-Man movie to ever release, ever. And Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man broke some records, bro. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, they, they have the potential. They have an egg, and what they going to do with it. And I have heard that Michael Keaton is going to be in the Venom movie. Uh, about he's Martin. still, still yeah. playing, still playing Crane? Yeah. And what Woody Harrelson is supposed to be uh, Carnage. Carnage. He's, yeah. So, like I, I say, Marvel and Sony have made it obviously apparent, you know, that they weren't going to be able to coexist and just make money together. If it turns out that they've made some agreement, you know you know, in, in the back room to where this is going to all mix. I'm down. You know, I'm I'm down. Well, originally, you know, originally two years ago after the second Spider-Man movie, they're like, we're done. He's no longer a part of the MCU. And they said that, um, I'm blanking on this, Tom Holland? Called both the head of Marvel and the head of Sony. is like, look, okay. He's like, look, we got to do something. He goes, there's too much money left on the table. And he's like, that wasn't what did it. He goes, but that's what brought them back together. And when they announced it, did you see him on Twitter? He 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 did the gif of um, Leonardo DiCaprio from Wolf on Wall Street. I'm not going fucking anywhere, or I'm not fucking going anywhere. So nice. I thought that was I, I I thought that was good. Um, I'm like, yeah, I get you. I, I feel that, man. I feel that. Um, but I'm 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 excited. You know, I lo- I love a good in in good entertainment. I have gotten back into comic books. I've been reading them heavily this year because you know what, 2020 was was actually good for me, but everything else around in the world was not good. And I'm like, life is too short. I had a scare in October. I'm like, I thought I had COVID and, and it threw a scare in me. Okay. And I may, I may have had it. They said it was just an upper respiratory infection. Cause they gave me the, the, the rapid test, but the rapid test wasn't always a effective. Now I'm not going to say I definitely had it and feel sorry. No, but, even if it was just an upper respiratory infection, I was just like scared, you know, because I I didn't want to go and have if the, I'm like if this is it, I said I said if this is it, take me quickly. I don't want to suffer because back home there was a a man who was a um, highway patrolman. He suffered for four months and passed away last week. Like it was. It was hard. Prime of his life had two had twins. Uh, the day that the day that they had his funeral was their 18th birthday. Mm-hmm. But and and they have a strong faith, and I don't want to get into faith based discussions here. There's a place for that, but that's not really what this show is about. But I'm like, yeah, no. But so I so I said, 2021, I'm gonna do more stuff for me. 
I worked there were 366 days last year because it was a leap year. I probably worked 340 of them, and that is no joke. And I said, you know what? In kind of the similar situation here, I'm going to take some time for myself. So if that's reading a comic book in the morning, it take me 15 okay. minutes. You know what? Catch me in 20 minutes. I feel you, brother. 100%. So, I, and and over Christmas, um, Comicsology online had these just stupid sales, like uh, a bunch of Marvel stuff. The some of the beginnings of each character on sale for ninety nine cent. So I just went to town and bought all these other stuff. And after that, I go, ooh, some DC stuff. And I'm not as big into DC, but I know of some of the stuff. I'm like, ooh, got some of that stuff for $1.99 or whatever it was. So, yeah, I'm just I'm getting more into that, reading more, watching more movies, watching more TV shows, and, and just doing that because life is too short, you know. And I said, don't, don't confuse my availability with my free time those are two different things but we i've i've kept you far over an hour so let's end it up give me some uh some recommendations give me two of them if you got to uh yeah i do have two um recommendation number one is um justice league i'm one of those people that talk trash about justice league last year um had they released the snyder version i feel like uh there would have been a lot more love uh for the uh, what dc had going on because the the snyder version i watched it it's four hours but i watched it man and that was a that was a pretty good film i wish they had released that version i would i mean i four hours in that i feel like they did a good job and then my other recommendation, ah, we talked about Mortal Kombat last time, so I won't do it. Um, Kong versus Godzilla next week. I'll be watching it on HBO. Will you join me? Yeah, there you go. That's a recommendation. <laughs> there you go, man. Um, what are my my wife and I have been doing these challenges? Well, not challenges. These date night we do these ideas we each wrote down a bunch of ideas put them in a jar each week we're pulling out one one of them was the walmart movie night you go to the bin and all of that we pulled out justice league now this was about a month ago before the Zack snyder one came out and i'm like we can get that at home i said that'll be our movie but we don't have to buy it we can get it at home See, I've watched Man of I've seen Man of Steel. I'd seen the first Wonder Woman. I'd seen Wonder Woman eighty four. I'd seen Suicide Squad. But I said I'd not seen Batman versus Superman. I had not seen Aquaman. And I kind of knew everything that was going on, but it's hard to get into. Like Ashlyn's like, um, did Superman go away because Thanos snapped? And I'm like, wait, no, it's. It's different, different universes. She goes, no, look, it said, where did he go? It's just like, I'm like, oh, okay. Okay, I feel you. I feel you. But like, so then she fell asleep. She's like, did Superman go away because Thanos is snap? Ooh, Aquaman looks good, fell asleep. Fell asleep. And I was <laughs> lost. And I was lost. I'm like, I got to go back and start watch Man of Steel. Like, bring it up there. So I think I'm going to do that after I do my Marvel watches. Go back from Man of Steel and watch all the way through, and then watch the Snyder Cut. I think that would that would be better. And I'm gonna watch the Snyder Cut of uh, Batman Superman too, because I've heard that. I've heard that that's a rough movie, but the extended cut, I think, is actually what they call it, makes it a little bit better, and it flows really good into Aquaman and into uh, Justice League. I'll look it up today. I'm going to check that out this afternoon. Mine is, I had mentioned, I'm going back. I'm watching the Netflix Marvel movies. I mean, the Netflix Marvel shows. I'm almost done with Luke Cage. But if you all have not seen Luke Cage, do yourself a favor. Even if you don't like the Marvel things of that, the 
characterizations, the acting, the music on that show is just awesome. They have a great song every single episode, and the pacing is good, and the characters are good. Um, Mike Coulter is Luke Cage. If you know, don't know who that is, he plays on Evil now on CBS, and um, Bobby Fish is played by the guy who played the grandfather on This Is Us. He played. He played. Um, uh, Randall's dad played Randall's dad on This Is Us. So, and it's just, it is just an awesome, awesome show. My other one, talking about things upcoming, the Red Band trailer for The Suicide Squad dropped a couple of days ago. I have probably watched it 20 times. I'm going to watch it as soon as we get off the phone. Have you not seen it? Hilarious, dude! It is hilarious. They, I mean, they they seem to hit it out of the park on, on this. Um, yeah. I've been, I've been, all I've been doing is watching Game of Thrones, bro. I'm on a rerun. I'm on a rerun of uh, Game of Thrones. I think I'm on episode three of season seven. So I got to add that to my list. I got, I got a, my list is this long. I'm holding my hands apart, guys. Uh, all of you out there who won't see this, but <laughs> I got to add it to my list. I got to create more hours and in, in I got to get up even earlier. I'm up getting up at 530 now to work on my wrestling podcast stuff because I can knock that out of the way, get my notes taken. Then the rest of my day is, is pretty good. But so I can, you know, do my regular work and all of that. But yeah, makes me really look August, I think, is when they said the Suicide Squad comes out. Um, Harley Quinn is hilarious in the trailer, of course. Um, King Shark, King Shark, voiced by Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> What's up? Peace, peacemaker is John Cena, who has the greatest lines in the. In the trailer, so you'll you'll enjoy that um, for that. But go ahead and plug anything you got, or words of wisdom, or affirmations, anything you got. Absolutely, man, folks. Uh, life's short, so as long as you're not hurting yourself or somebody else, live your best life, man. Um, Tokyo Smoke Show still exists. Um, I've ended the series. Um, which is awesome. Um, but the episodes are still out there. I released a, a, a poem. Uh, uh, I've uh, forgotten about that. You sent it to me the other night. I was in bed. I was just getting in bed when you sent that. I'm like, who's texting me? I thought it was my wife texting me from the other room. I'm like, oh, and, and I saw this link. And I'm like, all right, I'm just going to lay here and listen to this as I fall asleep. And then I realized what you were doing. And I'm like, ooh. And I was thinking, you know, he can continue the smoke show just in this form when he wants to do it and release him as it comes to him. You can absolutely do that. And that's pretty much the plan. Um, I was finally able to get over all the BS that I had to deal with. Um, finally able to get some peace. And um, it manifested itself. The peace manifested itself in spoken words. Um, so that was phenomenal. Um, so, you know, I encourage people to go and check it out on Spotify, Google play, wherever you get your podcast at, except for iTunes. I'm sorry. Um, I never did the the due diligence to get the smoke show on on iTunes. And at this point, I'm not going to, um, but you know, anchor Spotify, Google play, uh, all that, the Tokyo smoke show. Um, we have fun. Those finales were fun. Um, a high Republican. Um, I love that episode, but yeah, that I, I call that poem life support. So if you haven't had the opportunity to check it out yet, please do. Joey, as always, man, it's a pleasure being down with you, bro. Thanks for having me. You know that you've always you are you yeah you are on you are on iTunes. I thought oh, you were. I thought, I thought that's how I had been listening <laughs> to you. What's up? 
Because Anchor Anchor releases it automatically. They say they don't, but it releases to i to iTunes automatically. There you go. I had no idea you awesome Apple users keep on listening. Um, but yeah, good times, man. I'm always down, bro. You know I'm always down. Um, as a matter of fact, we just need to go ahead and schedule a, another another talk um, to discuss King Kong versus Godzilla and Mortal Kombat within the next couple of weeks because I think uh, Mortal Kombat's in like two weeks um, on the 16th. We will definitely do that. Uh, hold on after this, after I stop recording, because I want to talk to you actually about something that very similar to that. But in the meantime, and then the in-between time, folks, you can get me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, all three, at the Joey Harris. New episodes are released of this show, usually on the first Sunday of the month, but every week something is released. I go back into the archives and release uh, Joey Harris show classics. All the other weeks I've got enough for about five years worth of shows. So you'll never run out release on Sundays on Thursday mornings at midnight, Thursdays at midnight, wherever you get your fine podcast, you can find the cup of Joe wrestling show had our best month ever this month and the month is not over we've got a few days left and this week coming up we talk about wrestlemania 27 and i talk about the peacock edits as well as other things going on there but in the meantime and in the in-between time go out make it a great day have a great week and take care of yourselves and others bye